Another episode of the Boogie Broadcast. I'm your special host, Seth Boogie. All right, let's jump right in. Uh, you know, I get these crazy odd thoughts that um, I don't know. Maybe someone can use one day. I myself can't really use it right now, but like I get these ideas, right? So I'm out cutting grass, and I think to myself, okay. I'm cutting grass because every two, two and a half weeks, I have to. I really don't have a choice because, you know, it kind of gets out of hand and then it gets to the point where it's too hard to cut and there's too much or whatever, this or that. Well, I started thinking, hang on a second, that what if grass could have like a type of sunscreen? Right? Because of the way photosynthesis works, like they use it and convert it into food and things like that. So like I'm I'm thinking, okay, well it would still be able to get water, but it wouldn't be able to get the sunlight it needs to, you know, convert and make the food. I mean, would it change its colors? Would it starve, die? You know, I don't know. I know that they do make some things that kind of deal with like uh edging so they have like an edger spray you can do that shortens its growth i don't know if that's kind of what that is but i was thinking you know dang man all grass needs is some sunscreen and then it ain't really growing that much so maybe that's what happened to you know all you short people y'all took all these little family vacations out you know at the beach y'all be messing around too much Layering up that sunscreen, old 90s, you know, Uncle Earl comedy movie just on the nose. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe there needs to be sunscreen for grass. That way it don't grow so much. Some of y'all don't have that problem, but anyway, we do. Speaking of problem. <sighs> Coin shortage. It's a real thing. So... I wouldn't suggest hoarding coins because if there's a coin shortage, then that means that the government or uh, whoever it is might decide that we just don't need coins anymore. So, like, there's no use of, like, hoarding your coins or saving them so one day you have a bunch of money. Um, it's not that way, but I think what's just going to happen is that they'll just stop. But, I mean, there's plenty of pictures on the internet of people taking photographs of a sign of something. I was in Tennessee at the Vans shop. Uh, shout out to the Vans, you heard me? And the lady at the front had a sign laminated and whatnot of letting us know you need to have exact change or we will round up or you can use a card. I was like, dang, man. In my lifetime... It's possible that they could stop using coins. I mean, that's what was one of the first mainstream currencies was gold, silver coins. 
And now you're talking about just getting rid of coins altogether? I mean, at first what they did is they made people stop using gold and silver to make transactions, right? So it's like, if you wanted to, for instance, if we found a car on Facebook that you liked, and now we need to go buy this car or whatever, you can't go up to this guy and be like, hey man, uh, how many gold coins do you want for this thing? Hey bro, I think the Silverado is only worth about mm, four pieces of silver. What you think? I was thinking more four and a half. Oh, I can't do that. How about four pieces of silver and three bronze? All right, sold. I mean, you can't go do that anywhere. So, maybe it is what it is, and maybe it ain't what it ain't. But I do know there's a coin shortage. And I'm not about to Google all this stuff to show you all these facts and everything. This is just me doing a single solo podcast. But in the future, I will have a producer. And I will uh, most of the time have someone else with me. So, in the meantime, I'm just letting you guys kind of know what's going on in my head. Uh, these solo podcasts kind of give me an opportunity to vent with some thoughts that I harbor. And therefore, now it's safe in the cosmos forever. Oh, I didn't turn on my airplane mode in case someone calls me and messes it up. Hang on a second. All right, and we're back. So, uh, even if you believe or don't believe in the coin shortage, it's definitely a real thing. And that's a problem I have with people, not that people aren't being honest with what they really know, but it's kind of like, well, there are no, I don't believe that there's a coin shortage. I think it's just, you know, temporary measurement because of COVID or something like that. It, it's like... You've got all these signs that point to the direction of where you're going or where we're going. And it's like you just choose to ignore that the signs even exist. It's like this way to the North Pole. Oh, North Pole ain't real. Well, there's all these signs that are leading towards this coin shortage. So I want to say that that I think people like being dismissive by disagreeing. Essentially, think of it like this. Think of it like going into a conversation talking about uh, working out, which is a conversation I've been having a lot lately with some of my friends. And I'm just like, they're like, you know, yeah, you need to be in the gym at least three times a week. Uh, I disagree. Well, maybe I'm just trying to be dismissive because it might be something I'm, uh, I choose not, I don't want to believe, so therefore I don't feel like talking about it. Like, so I like, I just don't want to talk about this because like, it's kind of scary to me or I just don't have a passion for it. So like, I'm choosing to be, to disagree, to be dismissive of it. Uh, there's a lot of that going on right now with just like every freaking thing, the coin shortage, COVID, whether or not it was real, naturally came from a bad or came from Wuhan labs and then China comes out and says it's from Wuhan labs and people are like oh look at that that's not 100% true you know it could have just been a disease that's it's, uh, morphed its way into society but then you are here at Wuhan labs saying oh yeah we, we released it or it was an accident 
that and then you know the whole Joe Biden thing doesn't have something mentally wrong with him. That dude's got something, man. It, he needs to start taking some uh, some of this mushroom stuff I'm taking. Right here. I don't know if y'all can see that. It's uh, host defense, which I think I've talked about that on the podcast. It's a daily immune support. That's what this one is. But the real reason I take this is because it does have lion's mane, and I am probably going to wind up getting just a lion's mane too. I tried the extract. Um, I'm not that disciplined, to be completely honest with you. Do the extract so the pill form works real good. Uh, take care of your brain, people, because... I think something that happens to us over time, we neglect the fact that our brain is an organ that's sole responsibility is to keep us alive by sending signals through our entire body. Uh, This body we have is this atrocious, decaying, decomposable meat vehicle it's just like this super temporary thing man but this is forever you gotta take care of your brain if you're not then you're neglecting the most important thing about your body and that's your brain so i think the one thing with joe biden and again i'm not very political but i do know when i see a problem with someone because my grandfather suffers with alzheimer's you know and the leading step to that is dementia, but you know, you get to a point where you're you're evaluating this person who's supposed to be completely clear-headed to lead a country, and they're being overly evaluated. And it's like you don't even have to over-evaluate this human being to not see that this man's brain is deteriorating and that he has a mental condition. His mental stability is just not there. Now, Trump's mental stability is all over the place. Therefore, he doesn't have any either because one minute he's super irate and mad and passionate and then he's calm. And I know he takes Sudafed too, so I might have something to do with it. But I think what we need is everyone's always like, oh, Trump just tells them how it is. I've had four years of that and I, th- I think I've had enough. I think I, I want someone who is more composed and more open-minded to the fact that there are a lot of people out there hurting and you don't need to be so aggressive all the time Uh, now people can argue with me saying oh we need someone aggressive because we've had people that got pushed over for all these years i mean y'all seem to like bush enough you know bush was a huge pushover so let's not try to do the whole team thing red or blue democrat or republican let's Relax a little bit and look at the bigger picture long term and realize that we don't need someone the opposite, but we definitely could use someone who's well more well-tempered and easier to communicate with and not so boastful and vain. There's never been a better um, uh, there's never been a, a better person to handle the finances of America than me. There's never been someone better who hasn't done. I went above and beyond. There's no one who loves the military more than I do. Like, come on, man. Don't talk like that. Like, like, like you have to be on your pedestal. Oh, let's not forget, you know, there's never been anyone better that's handled the, the AIDS crisis. It's like, 
I'm not saying he said that. I'm just, you know, doing a horrible impression. But, you know, I don't think he's an evil guy. Uh, just like I don't think Joe Biden's an evil guy. I just think that Joe Biden is just brain dead. And Trump has had his run. And I'd be happy to see, you know, Tulsi Gabbard or Ben Carson or something like that. But, you know, we'll see. That ain't going to happen. This freaking election's a joke, man. But the problem that I have with Trump supporters, and I'm trying to say this as light-footed as possible, but the problem I have with Trump supporters is they're not honest. Not all Trump supporters, but Trump supporters who choose not to acknowledge when the man is wrong. This man told people to drink a chemical. Then he retracts his statement. So it's like, the he didn't apologize, he just retracted it. So it's like, and, but he did say in an interview, he's like, look, I, I tweet a lot of things. He's like, I'm always tweeting, and a lot of times I'm wrong, and I have to let people know when I'm wrong. And that was very respectable, and I respected that. Uh, for someone to admit when they're wrong is a, is a big thing. But it's like, you can't follow people blindly. It's okay to question people. The Bible even says we can question God. So why can't you question the president? Like whenever he was writing out the um, the new policy for police interactions and arrests and things like that, and and how they're supposed to detain, he's he said that you know there's no more chokeholds. That's ridiculous. You have to like how else are you going to detain somebody uh, in a safe way to where you have control of them? The fastest, easiest way to get control of somebody is in a chokehold. Any martial arts will tell you that. So, I mean, there's a couple things there. One thing I was really happy about that he did do with that was, you know, he wanted people to make sure that they were taken care of mentally. So he, uh, you know, they're offering more mental evaluations and things like that, which I think is great because I know a cop who's beat his wife before. Multiple times. And a lot of people knew about it. And it's like, how are you going to let someone like that remain a police officer when they're at home domestically breaking the law? If people were more honest, they would feel better about themselves. Honesty is its own high. If we're honest, we feel better about ourselves. So honestly, I'm just going to straight up say it. I'm not a big fan of Trump. I'm not a big fan of Biden. I'm not a big fan of the old president. I'm not a big fan of the old president before that. I think Truman was part antichrist. He was a horrible president and he killed hundreds of thousands of innocent people's lives. Now, with that being said, I think that you can get active politically. But what kind of dent are you going to make, man? I mean, our system is already in, a, in place to go a certain way. So honestly, if you think your vote matters, that's great. But I personally am going to write a name down on my ballot instead of voting for one or the other. Well, that's just me. That's just who I am. Because we're a democracy, right? So why are you only giving me two choices? If this is that's not a democracy. That's like a a diet dictatorship. <laughs> you tell me you only have two choices out of all these people? Nah man, I write my own name down. Whoever I feel is the best fit. Because this is America. We get to do what we want to do because it's a free country. 
if I'm like voting for somebody, I'm not going to pick the two choices that you wanted. I'm going to pick the one that I want. America. Diet dictatorship. That is exactly what America is. We are a diet dictatorship. There's a blood stain on this curtain. Right there. Right in Mississippi, everybody. Uh, you know, I wrote some notes down and I'm reading them. And I'm not really sure what I meant by this one, but it says something like, something that is natural for you may just be in your favor. And a way to prove or justify it. See, I read that wrong. Something that is natural for you may just be in your favor and a way to prove or justify it for yourself. I know what I was trying to say. This can kind of go into the politic thing too, is that if you feel like something is just supposed to be a certain way, then that's just your ghostly way of, that's your ghostly way of proving it to yourself inwardly that that's okay. Like you're telling yourself it's natural, like a person's behavior. Oh, they're just like that. You mean they're obnoxious, loud, and disrespectful 24-7? And you're just okay with that? So they're because they're naturally like that, it's a justification or proof that it's okay to, for them to be that way? And, and that's what I, that's what this, that's why you need to write stuff down, man. Because when thoughts cross your head, you don't write them down then you don't get the luxury of reliving the treasure of, of thinking a thought. I mean, that's a treasure, man. To be able to think deep or think deeply or think uh, differently is a blessing and a gift, man. So take advantage of that. Take big advantage of that. But taking something, and even like the way Trump is, like, oh, Trump just tells it how it is. Well, what if he's also, you know, saying something extremely disrespectful, but he's just telling it how it is. Was that right? Or depends on the context? Well, everything depends on context. You know, you shoot somebody. Is that right or wrong? Depends on the context. Yeah, but, you know, it's still not... Like, what is that? What is that? That's a good point. When you ju Could you justify... Murder because it's self-defense? Yes. But is it still murder? Yes. You have taken the life of someone that you know you needed to do that because they were about to take your life or a loved one. Is it still murder? Yes. Is it justified because it's self-defense? The question would be, and the context would be, did you have to do that? Did you have to kill them? I always have this thing where people ask me, of course I have guns, I'm a big believer in them. Would I kill someone? If it came down to it, would I kill someone? I was at a friend's house, hanging out, having dinner. And 
he made a reference to where he keeps his pistol, and someone was was he was telling me a story because I heard the door open and, and I, I got you know kind of ready, and then I made a reference to something. I'm all over the place with this story. Let's back up. So so he's standing there, and he said that someone looked at the door or the door busted open and something came in and James naturally ran to the cabinet to grab his gun. My buddy's name is James. Runs and grabs a gun out of the cabinet and it's like it was an instinct because he knew like his family was there, his friends were there. And I told him, like, while well, I was having dinner with him, I'm like, man, I was like, I don't think I would have a problem protecting my family if someone came in in the middle of the night and I had my gun, but I would have a problem if they said something before I defended myself. Because now, this inanimate object that is nonverbal, covered in a mask or clothing or whatever, I don't have this person as a human element yet because he, this this has not this person has not been humanized yet because they have not spoken, which is the only thing that separates us from animals, is the fact that we can communicate with each other. So, uh, fluently. So, yeah, I could definitely do that. I would have a hard time killing someone in my home if they verbally said something, especially after you shot them. Like, what do you do if you shoot somebody and then they don't die? Is it your job to finish shooting them? Or did you just do what you had to do and now you're protected? And now the person's, you know, the threat is is uh, eliminated. To ever be put in that situation would be scary, but I would hope that we all would make the right decision. I mean, what are you even doing in my house? Like, you should have known the consequences. So, justified or not justified, still murder, you still kill the guy. Or girl so just be honest man like be honest about stuff like even though what you did was was the right thing to do you still killed someone so it's still murder i guess i don't know i don't say these things with certainty i'm just saying them anyway kind of all over the place with this but i figured i put out some content you know just let everybody know Keep up, keep going, keep grinding, keep working. Don't let this COVID thing mess you up. Don't let the BS get to you. You know, man, I got this new thing I've been saying and part of my French, but don't be a bitch. That's my last words. Love you guys. And uh, hopefully you guys are loving all your friends and family too. Tell someone you love them today. That easy. Later, guys.